The Latina culture is filled with stories and fables and superstitions and folklore. A lot of these stories stem from the mother's and the grandmother's attempt to keep their children on the straight and narrow throughout their young lives. They simply try to scare their kids into being good kids. And many of the Costa Rican folklore and scary stories were born from other Central and South American countries. They all seem to run together, and each country seems to have a different name associated with the same fable. Here's a few to get the weekend started. Like the boogeyman, El Cuco, also known as El Viejo de Saco, and El Sencoman, on some occasions, targets children. Unlike the boogeyman, Latino parents use El Cuco to drive the fear of God into their children. El Cuco looks for misbehaving children or baby pataperos to kidnap via his bag. Spanish legend has it that El Cuco is Francisco Ortega, also known as El Maruno. At the beginning of the 20th century, Ortega was so desperate to find a cure for his tuberculosis that he visited a curandera. He was told to drink the blood of children, so he kidnapped a seven-year-old boy named Bernardo. Yasi Yatera similarly preys on children, but Yasi takes them back to a cave and feeds them wild fruits and berries until they become feral. It's nice, isn't it? As far as legends and monsters go, the Akalika don't seem too bad. They are said to be fair-tempered creatures that control the weather and are sometimes called weather fairies. They live in underground caves and they make sure to stay out of people's way. The rare times they do appear, they look like small, wizened men, whatever that looks like. Colombian's Madre Monte legend can also control the weather. She protects nature and those who dare mess with it will get punished. Like a Latin America Bigfoot or Loch Ness monster, El Chupacabra, literally goat sucker for the Spanishly challenged, is a beast whose alleged existence has plagued farmers and the collective Latin consciousness for some time now. Not quite as old as Sasquatch, the Yeti, or even the Jersey Devil, the legend of El Chupacabra dates back to just 1995. The first report of a chupacabra attack was in March of that year, though some say reports go all the way back to the 60s in Puerto Rico. Eight sheep were killed and completely drained of blood, with three puncture wounds, wounds excuse me, in each of their chest. Authorities attributed the killings to more conventional predators, but many locals suspected a satanic cult. By August, 150 similar livestock killings had taken place, and by the end of the year, the mysterious beast had been blamed for over 1,000 deaths. Descriptions of the creature varied widely in the town of Canovanas, Canovanas, something like that. The creature was described as winged, swooping down on its prey in Caguas, it was said to have hairy arms and red eyes. By the end of 1995, the most prevalent description was gray, alien-like creature, about three or four feet tall, that walks upright on its muscular hind legs. By 1996, reports of the chupacabra attacks were being reported on the mainland as well, beginning in Miami and later in the southwest and in Mexico. 
Either the creature had migrated or the stories had become so popular that reports of sightings and copycat attacks were being carried out here too. This time the creature was described as dog-like but reptilian. Whether chupacabra exists or not, reports of bloodless murdered livestock persist and to date no satisfactory predator has ever been caught. A pale-skinned vampire boogeyman who roams the Andes and kills peasants in order to drain them of their body fat, the legend of the Pishtaco was basically plucked directly from the real-life horrors experienced by the indigenous communities in Peru and Bolivia during colonization in the 15th century by the Spaniards. The first written account of the creature comes from the priest Cristobal de Molina, a 16th century, century scholar of Incan culture who chronicled a spreading native fear in Cusco that Spaniards were going to kill them and drain them of their fat. Since then, descriptions of the creature has varied from generation to generation, but as a rule, they tend to be versions of white men invaders, alternately depicted as priests, doctors, aid workers, tourists, anthropologists, etc., They stand in for five centuries of foreign exploitation, which is more terrifying than any myth on the list. Fans of the show Supernatural may remember that Pishtacos made an appearance as humans with a, with a proboscis hidden in their mouths, which was used to suck the fat out of the victims. Anyway... That's about all we have for today. I, I had one more here. and I, You know what? I think I'm going to go ahead and tell you here. Uh, no, we'll save that for tomorrow. In any event, there's so much synergy in Mother Nature. It's been going on for hundreds of thousands, tens of thousands of years, these fables and these stories, ever since man was put upon this earth over 200,000 years ago. There's stories about the resplendent quetzals, the toucans, the chupacabras, the, the goat suckers, everything you can think of. And there's so many stories coming out of Costa Rica and other Central and South American countries. We're going to try to bring them all to you. Just give us time. We'll be here for a long while sharing stories, and we hope you'll be here with us to listen. So many stories coming out of Costa Rica. Stick around. We're just getting started. Pura Vida, thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.